This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 154. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Now, wouldn't it have been nice if when we were kids, we grew up surrounded by five languages? Wouldn't that make things so much easier for us now as adults. I don't know about you, but I grew up as a monolingual kid, listening only ever to English, and uh, I didn't start learning foreign languages until I was 19 years old. So today we're going to be talking about how we might teach our own kids a foreign language. But before we do that, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. And if you're looking for professional language teachers for yourself or for your kids, then a great place to consider will be italki. You can get lessons over Skype for very affordable prices. And if you'd like to get a free $10 worth of credit to put towards your first set of lessons, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's get into today's question from Chen. Hi, Ali. This is Chen. I once spoke in your... One hundredth episode. Now I got a question for you. You know I'm from China, so there's no environment for people、um, speaking and learning、um, German. You know I'm teaching my son English, and I believe it's、um, good. It's easier and better for a kid to learn any language before six years old.、Um, so. Uh, I'm thinking maybe let him learn some German while he's well learning some English, you know. But I know nothing about German, so what should I do? Should I let him start to learn German right now? Is it is it too young? And、uh, I don't know whether he has interested in learning German. He has interested in learning、um, Spanish because、uh, he watched some episodes of a Dora the Explorer. So maybe should so maybe your suggestion is to let him learn some Spanish, but my husband said it's useless to learn、uh, any other foreign language, and and then English, because、uh, we have no environment. That's his idea, but I I I don't quite agree with him. So I'm asking you. Okay, Jen. Thank you very much for a great question. And you know, first of all, I want to say I think it's wonderful that you are thinking about this for your son and thinking about how to give him the the gift of languages、um, for the rest of his life. I think it's a fantastic thing, and and I think I, I understand why your husband doesn't agree and thinks maybe it's a waste of time. But I think he probably hasn't seen what's possible. And you know, I'm in the the fortunate position of having. A lot of kind of multilingual polyglot friends, many of whom teach their children many languages.、Uh, my friend Tetsu in Canada is bringing his both of his kids. He's now got a third kid, I think, who's bringing bringing them up speaking at least four languages: and English, French, Spanish, and、uh, even more than that. It's a huge, huge number of languages.、Uh, good friend of mine, Richard, his daughter speaks five or six languages quite well. We had dinner the other night, and I saw that, and she's only nine. So, the first thing to say is, it is absolutely possible to teach children a foreign language, but it takes time and it takes persistence. So, if you're going to start, then you need to start as you mean to go on, and you need to keep it up over over many years. Now, there are studies 
which show that in the education system, there is no particular benefit to teaching languages to children before the age of about 11. Now, I'll see if I can link to these in the show notes, but essentially what what people have done, in fact, my master's uh, supervisor um, is a specialist in this, and she's created a very uh, broad study where she's looked at the the grades of children or the proficiency levels of children at in, in foreign languages when they graduate high school. And she's demonstrated that whether a child starts at 11 years old or whether they start at, say, five or six years old, there's no difference. So you might hear people say this. I think the reason for that is that, you know, kids, when they are 11, because they already have study skills at that age, they can very quickly learn all of the stuff that they might have learned as kids in the previous five or six years just through hard work. But the thing is that that's comparing like with like. That's comparing a system where in school you have maybe one or two hours of language study a week. Now, as we all know, one or two hours a week is not enough to learn a language. You need to do much more than that. And the big advantage that you have, Chen, is that you can teach your child a language at home. And you can do it on a daily basis over a number of years. And that's going to be much more effective. You know, at school, um, kids are in classes with 20, 30, 40 other people. But the way a language is best learned is through interaction with one other person who is close to you. Okay, so let's start off with this premise that it is absolutely possible to teach your son another language. Now, you said you mentioned before the age of six. Um, I, don't, I don't think it matters. I think the right time is now. You can start when, when they're six months old. That's absolutely fine. Now, you did mention earlier on uh, in your question, Chen, whether you should teach your son German or Spanish. And I think what I understood was that you would like your child to learn German, but he seems to be more interested in Spanish from the, from the cartoons that he's seen. Um, this is a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's always good to, 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 you know, with children to do what they are interested in themselves. However, the thing about language learning is it takes a very long time. It takes many, many years, right? And your son's tastes are going to change a lot over the course of uh, his, his childhood. And so I, my view is that if you're going to go to all the trouble of teaching him another language, it should be a language that you feel is going to be most useful to him. Now, um, I don't know whether that's Spanish or German for you. I mean, you have to make that decision. But I would be tempted to make the decision yourself. Um, don't let him... Because, you know, just how kids will... They love one toy for a week and then suddenly they don't like it anymore, right? The same thing can happen with languages. So I would choose the language that you think is going to be most useful. And if that's German, then then great. Now, in terms of what to do, there is a theory in child language development that is called one person, one language. And this theory states that a child will relate a new language to a person because their brain isn't developed enough to, to kind of treat it as an abstract thing. So, you, you know, you when you see very young children speaking multiple languages they may well know how to speak two or three languages, but they might not realise that that's what they're doing. As uh, my friend Richard was pointing out to me the other day, one really good tip that he has for separating languages is to kind of is not to say, all right, now speak, speak German and now speak Chinese, but it would be to say something like, okay, now speak daddy's language. And now how would you say that in mummy's language? 
So you try to relate the language that they're learning to the person who is most likely to be speaking that. And that helps the kid not only identify why the language should be used, but who with. Because, you know, especially when they start to get older, they might feel a little bit, um, you know, the social pressure to only speak Chinese, for example. But if you but if you keep telling them that what they're learning is daddy's language or mummy's language, or if you have an au pair, like say, say you have an au pair called Nina, you could say, say that in Nina's language. Um, and so by doing this, you're kind of fostering the idea that the language is belongs to somebody but anyway I, I digress this concept of one person one language means that if you agree with it that in an ideal world you should have one particular person who will speak to your son in that language the perfect scenario would be for you to have a a nanny or a tutor or a teacher or someone who can come to your house and who can interact with your son in that language now, I mentioned my friend Tetsu earlier on. He has a German au pair, I believe, that comes to their house um, and looks after the um, the son or the daughter and speaks to them only in German. And so the children understand that they may, they may or may not understand what German is, but they do understand that the, the au pair, that's the language of the au pair, and so that's the language they need to speak to her in. So that's the first thing. For many people, that's not possible, though. It can be very expensive. Um, it really depends what your personal situation is. So assuming that you can't have an au pair come to the house and speak to your son only in that language, that means you have to do it yourself. And so what I would say you should do, Chen, is, in, for example, if you want to teach your son German, you should learn German yourself and teach your son at the same time. Because you need to have interaction. Kids learn languages through interacting. And, you know, you might worry that he won't learn Chinese, but he will. You know, you guys live in China. He will learn Chinese. Um, I, I gather that he, he speaks English as well. Maybe he speaks English at school. He will still learn English. So don't worry about that. What I would suggest you do is to set aside one hour every day to speak to your son in German. That's it's kind of arbitrary, but an hour is a good time. If you have it at the same time every day, he will start to understand that that is the hour that you speak German in. And you just have to be very persistent. He will probably reply in Chinese or in English, and that's fine. But you keep speaking German for that for that time. You, um, you, you say from six till seven every evening, that's German time. And then you should do it on a daily basis. Kids learn through repetition. Kids have kids really lack structure in their lives with their cognitive development. They don't have they're not able to impose or to understand um, structure. And so you have to give that to them. That's why you have you kind of bath time at the same time. That's why you have dinner time at the same time. That's why you have bedtime at the same time every single day. It's because kids need structure imposed on them. So have a daily structure where you will do German and that's German time. Now, in terms of actually how to teach the language, the way to do it, in my view, is to do exactly the same things as you would in your mother tongue. So you think to yourself, okay, how did your son learn Chinese? Well, it's through daily interaction, through speaking. It's saying, you know, do you want to eat this? Do you want to play with this? Where is this toy? Um, you know, what do you what do you want? Which do you like? It's basic interactions like that, and then other things that they enjoy. So it's songs, 
it's games, it's books, it's cartoons. Those exact same things that your son will like in Chinese or English, you need to find those things in German. And the only difference will be that for one hour a day, you know, your, your son will play with the same things that he likes, except he will do it in German. So you, know, you could, for example, go to YouTube and find German songs on YouTube. You could find the alphabet song, you could find the numbers song, the colors song, all those kind of things. You can, there's hundreds of thousands of things out there and you can learn it yourself and sing it along with your child. Don't worry if, uh, if, if, your, if, you, if your German is not very good. Try your best, keep it in the language and you will find that you learn at the same time. Maybe you could have a teach a German teacher come to the house once a week. But you don't really need a teacher. I would look for a a nanny or a babysitter, someone who can just come and play. And then you go there as well and you learn with them. Learn the colours, learn the animals, all of these things. And that's what you would do. The important thing is that you, you have to be very, very patient and don't expect quick results. Wow, it's just started raining outside. So in case you can hear that noise on the window. So that's what I would do. I hope that's helpful. I think it's a wonderful thing. I really hope you do it. And I really hope you come back in three or four years, or even a year, uh, back onto the podcast and let us know if that worked for you and what was what was helpful. There's no better gift than a language that you can give to a child. Because think just how, how many people have I met who said to themselves, oh, you know, I just wish my mum had taught me um, her language when I was a kid. You know, mum, what were you thinking? You know, it's, it's wonderful. It's a great thing to do. So best of luck with that, Jen. If you would like to ask me a question, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask. I would love to um, help you out. Recently, it was quite cool recently, actually. Marco, who left a question in episode 152 uh, about, you know, saying that he didn't sound like a native speaker. He then came into our into my Facebook group and then posted a picture of, if you remember in that episode, I suggested to him that he go out to some local language meetups and start to make some friends in English. He did that and he took a bunch of photos and he posted them in the Facebook group. So it's super cool. If you're not part of the Facebook group, then please come and join the Facebook group. It's free. You're going to meet lots of other people. Chen, if you'd like to come to Facebook, I think it might be blocked in China. Maybe you can use a VPN or something, but you can come and post that question to other people and uh, see what they think about it uh, i'll put the link to the facebook group in the show notes so you can go to i will teach you a language.com forward slash episode 154 i'll put a link to the the facebook group there now at the end of every episode i'd like to leave you with a resource on the topic of the show now i mentioned my friend tetsu earlier on he is well he does lots of stuff but i think the best thing to do would be to go and listen to a podcast episode with him on the Actual Fluency podcast, which is run by my friend Chris. Great podcast. And he, uh, Chris interviews Tetsu on raising multilingual children. So definitely go and check that out if you have kids, if you're interested in uh, finding out how to raise them with another language. Again, I'll put a link to that podcast episode in the show notes. Uh, I will teach you a language.com forward slash episode 154. Thank you so much for listening. I'm pleased to be back again. <laughs> And I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.